Welcome to Side Effects with an A. When effect is normally used, it's a noun. It's already occurred. Effect is a verb meaning action. Action influences outcomes. I'm Scott McGowan. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. We will provoke you to think differently. Side Effects, where problems are defined, solutions exposed. Welcome to Side Effects. I'm Scott McGowan. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. How's your day today? It's really great. I spent my morning in Minster, Ohio. It's fabulous. Nice. Awesome. Yes. Go great. Minster. Absolutely. So what'd you do in Minster? So we met with a prospective client and um, we loved them and we hope they love us. We'll find out soon. Yeah. My brother moved to Salina, which is similar in size. Right. Yeah. And sort of in that area generally, kind of. I'm not very good with directions. I know. It's it's January, and it's, what is it, 71 outside? I don't. I'm kidding. Not, but it's like 50. And Maybe there the, is something to this whole global warming for thing. For the foreseeable future. You and know? so you just came back from Florida where it was like 50 on one particular day, right? It was, it was kind of cool. I think when we were in Florida, it was the only state in the, in the continental U.S. that did not have snow on the ground. Wow. Well, aren't you special? I I didn't feel special because it was 51 degrees and I was inside. Something else might be 51. Uh, I'm 52. Oh, okay. So happy belated birthday. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So we missed you while you were gone. We had um, something our sales team's been doing together, improv training, um, and you missed that this particular time. And um, we were sad you weren't there. But yeah, you know, so and it's it's one of those things that you came to the organization. And you said, "Hey, I've got this crazy idea about improv for sales training." Uh, and we we met with Justin Black Box here in Dayton, Ohio, and uh, fascinating um, uh, process and f- terrific facilitator. So, hey, what did you guys talk about? When you were there last week. Yeah. So last week when we were there, we talked about nonverbal listening. That's what we spent four hours doing. And for some people, that might sound like nails on a chalkboard, right? Four hours doing anything seems like a really long time in today's world, unless you're in school and you're a kid. Um, and you have to be there. Right. And they hate it anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, we spent four hours talking about nonverbal skills. And so if if you don't, I mean, when you think about improv, you think about comedians, you think about funny, hilarious stand-up comedy, which, you know, improv is, that's part of it. Um, but improv for business is about soft skills. And we don't talk a lot about soft skills in business. We talk about technical expertise. We talk about, are you able to perform the core functions of a role and how good are your technical skills? But we don't talk about the soft skills as much. So they're hard to train, they're hard to teach, and they're super hard to measure. Yeah, what's really good about even the improv process is even if, if, if we're intentional about talking about soft skills, and most organizations aren't intentional about talking about soft skills, it's mostly a facilitator or a speaker talking about it. And what I really enjoyed about improv is it's experiential learning. Right. So not only is somebody talking to us about it, but then now we're forced to go and experience that and understand it. Right. It's really about getting you out of your comfort zone and and changing your behavior. And so the the great thing is um, I don't have to catch you up. Right. When you miss, I can't catch you up because you have to have been there. Um, The bad thing is if you miss it, 
um, you lose that opportunity to grow in that particular instance. So, you know, when we talk about soft skills in, in leadership or soft skills in sales or in general, we're talking about things like making decisions. How do you make decisions in, in, when you're faced with that? Communication skills, um, your own self-motivation, leadership skills, teamwork, creative problem solving. This is the most highly valued skill and the most difficult to teach. And so thinking about all of those things and time management. So I'm largely focused on the sales organization part of our company. And these are things that, number one, are hard to teach anybody, even someone who's willing. But number two, you know, a bunch of salespeople who want to be out of the office and Quite frankly, they don't want us to probably teach them anything because they've been successful in their role. Yeah, and when you talk about salespeople, normal, generally, it's all about knowledge, industry, intel. And it's rarely about nonverbal communication, soft skills, how to listen to someone, how to listen empathetically, right? How to listen without jumping on your next thought. Right. Uh, and how to ask really thought-provoking questions that puts people... It kind of just yahtzees their brain a little bit, which right. gets them in a different zone. Yeah, it's definitely um, it's definitely been a really excellent, I think, growth experience. And even some of our folks who were like, what is this thing you have signed us up for? Um, afterwards, we're like, this is the most amazing thing, and I can see how this will help me in my personal life. It was funny, after we had our first session back in December, it was about listening to the person who was talking to you, focusing on their words, not on focusing on your response. And so I was at Target, I was shopping for Christmas lights, I needed a coupon, I didn't bring it with me, and I asked the cashiers, are there any coupons on these Christmas lights? And he said, there are. I need you to text this number to blah, 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 blah. And I focused. I looked at him. I watched his lips. And then I put it in. He goes, you're the first guest that has ever heard what I said. And I didn't have to repeat that back like four times. And probably had I not just come out of that improv training, I would have half listened to him and started texting while he was talking and gotten it all wrong. Yeah, it was hard. So we went through this experience uh, at uh, Black Box. And all we had to do was physically listen to a sentence and repeat it I'm talking like 11 words and we just have to repeat it and it was it was very 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 complicated and you know there are great so there, there's a great book out uh, EQ 2.0 uh, written by Travis uh, Bradbury which is an amazing uh, author and um, a big believer in EQ trumps IQ every single time uh, and the aspects of, of EQ and we don't have time to go over this uh, this entire thought process and in 14 minutes. Uh, but it is the impact. And how do you teach those skills? Right. And, you know, oftentimes when you think about soft skills, I mean, take that to a CEO or a CFO and say, hey, we'd like to do soft skills training. I mean, you might as well just, you know, oh, yeah. write write your own exit letter. <laughs> like, you might as well you, have your keys in your hand. <laughs> can you just get back to work and do something else? Um, but the idea of is that they, they are very, very undervalued. I know, you know, one of the biggest re- reference points of this, which I found astounding, is um, by women, and I'm talking about famous women. Um, who do you think the sexiest man was identified uh, ten years ago by women? Dave's raising his hand. Dave Holman. Is yes. that was it? You it awesome. Yeah. <laughs> who do you think it was? Well, you told me the answer, so it's going to be an unlikely person. I mean, I would have picked someone like George Clooney or um, whoever the guy was that did Magnum PI or something like that. Yeah, it's actually um, Henry. 
Kissinger. And here's why. <laughs> it's it's his. Would you agree? He's We're a smart guy. We're going to put a picture of of um, Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt and Henry Kissinger up yes. on our on our blog spot. Yes. But what was really interesting, I mean, would, would you agree that that Henry Kissinger is a smart guy? Absolutely. Very high IQ. Right? right. But what people found most interesting about him was his EQ. So when he walked into a conversation with somebody, he spent about 80 percent of the time talking to them about them and their family. It was rarely about him, rarely about his experiences. And he would have, so people would try to ask him questions. He wouldn't answer them because he was more curious about the individual than he was about sharing any information about what he was doing. And people saw that as a very attractive trait. And on top of that, people with high EQ, it's authentic. It's not fake. Right. So EQ, you're talking about emotional intelligence when you talk about that. And so think about it for your own life for a minute here. So think about your your doctor or your dentist or the last place of business you walked into and had to go up to a reception desk and let them know you were there for your appointment. And if the person looked at you and they smiled and they repeated back what you said, oh, hello, Mr. So-and-so, you're here to see so-and-so, just a minute. If they treated you really nice and they listened to you and they saw you, you probably have a high, higher likelihood of continuing to do business with that person, right? But also think about the flip side. You've all had an experience probably with a service provider at some point in time that didn't treat you like that. They may have given you the right answer. It may have been technically correct, but man, it didn't feel very good. No, right? you know, the human condition. So we're conditioned to do that. So you walk into a store, you walk into the car lot, car lot you go buy a car. And what's the first thing someone says to you? Can I help you? Right. And the condition is, n- no, you're right. like the last person like that. No, I don't want your help. But actually, the majority of those people, they want to help you. Right. Right. But because we've had bad experiences by salespeople with poor soft skills, right, with weak emotional intelligence, it's conditioned all of us to say, I'm just going to avoid that and I'm going to fight that on my own. Right. I can remember a time in my prior career, um, we like to call it band camp around here, that um, one of my my employees was explaining to someone who had a fee on their account in the rules and regulations book, turned it around so they could actually see how they made a mistake and needed to pay the fee and, and how this organization was correct and they were clearly wrong. And I was, I had come out of my skin. I'm like, can I see you for a minute? I'm like, I get that they made a mistake. You don't need to tell them like that. Now give them back their money and we'll talk about how to handle the next customer. It's There's a way to say it and that wasn't it. That's really dealing with it with technical skills. Technically, she was dead correct. But the soft skill side of it Uh, is that customer is probably never a customer and and told 20 people never to come to us. And even here at McGowan Brabender. So we got to learn from, uh, in my opinion, probably one of the uh, best individuals. and And I'm lucky enough to be his son, but from my dad, who has very strong soft skills. So technically, very smart. But normally his whole mission in regards to sales, because he was in sales, right? Right. Right? But he didn't like the word. Just helping people. He just, All he wanted to do was help people. Right. So I would go to a meeting with him, and I would watch him. He would tell somebody everything they needed to know as if it was his business. And then I would leave, and I'm like, you just told him everything. He's like, it's fine. It's okay. Just relax. Uh, and so... 
fortunately for me, and I think for a lot of us in this organization too, we got to we got to watch that. But the, or a lot of organizations they, they don't have the the luxury of having that at their fingertips. Right, and I think a lot of people think too that it's uh, soft skills are a sign of weakness, right? Or they can't be taught. They absolutely can be taught. It is a behavior pattern, but it can be taught. And I think that in addition to having technical skills, I think people need that. And in order to continue to perpetuate your organization and your leadership and your brand, you have to have it. Because technical skills get you in the door. It will not maintain a relationship. Yeah. So think of industries where potentially soft skills are not that critical. It's not that important to you. What yeah. would they be? Um, could be, you know, your CPA. Could be your attorney. Um, Surgeon. Yeah. Could be. Right. I'm going to be knocked out. Doesn't really yeah. need to talk to me anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, but it would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Trust is important, right? So I trust them. A firefighter. Right. Right? Yeah. I'm not sure right. he or she's got a lot of time to say, hey, I want to I build a relationship with you before we, before we start this, right? Right. Exactly. Right. But um, it, quite frankly, it really doesn't matter what industry you're de- you're in. Soft skills, emotional intelligence is critical. It matters. And it matters in your personal life, too. Especially so. in this world of electronic. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I kind of call it like Google learning. So Google learning allows me to pick a topic, go to Google, and then I can pick what my reference point on that topic. Right. So whatever I feel, I can find it. It's out there. Right. Whether it be right or wrong, I can make it my own my own opinion. Right. Uh, and so electronically, we're learning a lot of stuff electronically. But but ultimately, you know where we learn the best is when we learn when we're in front of people and we watch them. Right. And they're attractive, not in a vain sort of way, but they're attractive to us. And there's something they have that we want. Right. And that's the gift of strong emotional intelligence and um, just strong people and strong leaders. Yeah. So we we talked a lot about um, benefits the last few times we've been together. Um, We do like to spend a lot of time talking about leadership inside our organization. And this is something that was near and dear to our hearts and something that we've been focused on. And we thought we'd share it with you. So one of the things, too. So last night I get a uh, I get a uh, I have. uh, Oh, what's it called? Trans Trans Union and LifeLock. Mm -hmm. So I get an alert and somebody opened a credit card in my name. Nice. So someone has my social security number, which is which is scary, scary. right? Mm-hmm. So I get this alert, and I get actually I get this credit card in the mail. So it came to your house. They couldn't even use house. a fake address. They weren't I, a very good criminal. You're exactly right. <laughs> Thankfully so. But I called the bank, and I'm not going to say the bank. But uh, I called the bank, and I, in the first probably 60 seconds, I explained to the woman what happened, and her response back to me was. Um, Mr. McGowan, I am so sorry that happened to you. And on behalf of blank, I want to take care of this right now. And and so one, I heard her listen to me. Right. And I heard her empathetic voice say, that's terrible. I'm sorry as an individual. Our organization is sorry, and we're going to fix this. Then she proceeded to tell me, hey, I'm going to get um, security and fraud alert on the phone. I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to introduce you. And we're going to correct this situation immediately. Right. Well, I really, I, I was all like puffed up, ready to just pounce on somebody and address this. Right. Um, I, I left wanting to do business with that bank. Right. You would. I mean, gosh, we can all think of an experience where we didn't have that. That's amazing. Where they would be like, oh, you're not responsible for that. We'll send you a form. Yeah. Fill I thought it, it was me against them. And actually, they were actually for me. 
Yeah. It was an amazing experience. And, and so, you know, hey, are you willing to answer a survey after this call? <laughs> what are most of it? Like, no. Right. But in that case, absolutely. Someone in the last 24 hours who just had strong emotional intelligence, protected the brain of the organization, and quite frankly, protected her brand as an individual. Yeah. That's a cool story. So hopefully uh, you get some value out of side effects. We love talking about this stuff. Uh, and go to uh, healthierbirthdays.com. Uh, we appreciate your time. We will get the, uh, uh, the book. Uh, read it. It is valuable. It's the thumb rule. I have a thumb rule. If the book's thicker than my thumb, there's a good chance I'm out. Uh, if it's thinner than my thumb, there's a good chance I'm going to read it. Probably might, wanna, might be my top three books of all time. So we'll put that on the site. And thanks for being with us. Yeah. Thanks for being with Side Effects. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Thanks for listening and opening your mind. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach us at scott at healthierbirthdays.com. Or Ann at healthierbirthdays.com. We hope you'll join us next time on on Side Side Effects. Effects.